Joining us on the program, we have a couple of representatives from Chickasha City Hall. We have uh, Assistant City Manager and uh, Community Development Director, Rachel Burnish. Rachel, good morning. Thanks good, for coming in. Good morning. Thanks for having me. And we have the Public Works Director, Jim Crosby. Jim, how are you today? Just great. It's a pleasure to be here. We uh, have a lot to talk about on the program this morning. And first of all, we've got to give congratulations to uh, Rachel who was named the Woman of the Year for the, by the Oklahoma Municipal League for cities uh, over 5,000. So, Rachel, congratulations. I guess that was a big surprise. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yes, I was definitely shocked. I'm very grateful to be um, on that list of women that have received this award, and I'm excited to see what we can bring to Chickasha. Been here how long now? Three or four years? Uh, or so? Four years. Four mm-hmm. years. Okay. And you have literally transformed the Community Development Department from a paper type uh, system to all digital yep. so uh, that was quite a process i guess it was it was we actually went through the process and we scanned all of our old documents so we have historical records now um and transferring to mygov has really sp- sped up our processes for our citizens we're able to issue permits quickly and efficiently and have good records i want you to talk about your staff because that's a pretty big department we're talking about code enforcement and uh inspections building inspections and all that absolutely so we have two code enforcement officers right now Um, jessica green is our senior code enforcement officer and kat burton um, just joined us within the last three months she was previously a code enforcement officer in minko um so they've kind of we've done a little bit training and they're both um really out there hitting the ground running um we have a lot of services we're able to provide to people so we're really lucky for those in need we're able to find resources and solutions for those individuals and then we're also working with property owners on a daily basis to try to gain compliance and some of those big things um, so you never you never this this chickasha cares program i yep. that's something i really wasn't aware of till i saw yeah. your award so talk about uh, what how beneficial that is for for the community absolutely um this was something that i had kind of adopted from in Texas when I used to work, um, we did a similar program and it allows people that have a code enforcement case to come in, gives them an avenue to request the help, and then we can actually send groups ourselves or sometimes I'll rely on that community alliance group that meets to kind of bring some resources together. Um, it kind of depends on how much facilitation they want from the city. Um, Jessica and Kat kind of can be right in the middle of it or if there's a church group that just kind of wants to take it and run with it, they'll just give us updates. Um, so it kind of case-by-case basis but we're able to provide some resources and you can loan out tools and some equipment to some property owners if they need i'm working on getting some tools that's my next year budgetary goals um i've applied for a few grants to get some mowers that i could maybe rent out or give out um on a on a like a basis where people can borrow Mm -hmm. them um currently i have some building supplies some of our builders in town if there's a window that's not exactly perfect or a piece of sheetrock that has a little ding in it they'll give it to us and we're able to kind of give some of that out and kind of recycle some of those things um and we had um community bank of oklahoma donate their old windows to us so we've able to place some of those in some houses they were perfectly good windows they were just updating um so we try to do some relationship building like that and uh, Darren? Oh, Darren Martin is our chief building official. Um, he has 
he does all plan review. He does all permitting issuing. Um, and he's the head code official for the city. Um, he has Caleb Lester as the building inspector working underneath him right now. Um, and they have been busy. I think we have 650 some odd active permits right now. So that's everything from a fence to a roof, to a full remodel, to a new build. Um, so it's across the board, but we're, we're really busy in that department. We've seen a lot going on uh, over the last couple of years throughout the community and uh, the development uh, south of Grand Avenue uh, is among them. Uh, got development uh, out by the fairgrounds uh, going on. Uh, new residential uh, areas being built. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you guys have a lot, have a lot of work here over the next few months. We do, we do. It's, we uh, um, we have a new permit tech also, like mm-hmm. office manager. Her name's Kelly Dethridge. Um, she used to work for the city of Tuttle, um, and she's really kind of keeping us all in line over there. So we're really grateful to have somebody that's organized and can help us kind of manage the front, um, dealing with all our citizens day to day. All right, all right. Thanks, Rachel. Uh, let's spend a few minutes with uh, Jim Crosby now with uh, Public Works, and we just found out today that Jim has also been honored by the Oklahoma Municipal League as a Hall of Famer. So that uh, last year, a couple of years ago. Yeah, two years yeah, ago. Two so. years ago. Well, yeah. you've been around for a while, I guess, haven't you? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Long time. Yeah, you've been in Chickasha a couple of years, but you've worked at UConn and uh, some other big cities. and Yes, sir. Yeah, as, as city manager, even. Yeah, I've been in three different cities, and, and like I said, I've been in, I guess, almost 57 years now. Let's talk about some projects that you've been working on lately, and uh, there's never-ending work for both of uh, the departments we're having on the show today, but uh, certainly streets uh, is a big one and uh, things of that nature, street and uh, infrastructure, water, sewer lines, and things like that. Well, we take care of, of course, the cemeteries, signs, water, sewer, you know, roads, uh, potholes, which is always a touchy subject with a lot of people, but uh, we have a really gotten a a good crew out now on the on the potholes and uh, really making some inroads on that and very happy to do it uh we've worked a lot on um, doing an overlay on three little streets uh, douglas street which we finished up a couple blocks with an overlay and then we did uh, an oil and chip on the rest of the street out there and then the intersection on tennessee that has really degraded over a number of years and we went put some hot mix and uh, asphalt on that. Fifth, uh, fifth in Tennessee area? Right, fifth in Tennessee mm-hmm. area. And then um, out on Highway 19 at a little convenience store, the gentleman has had some problems with his road, and we put some millings on it and uh, threw out that road, and it just wasn't holding up the way we wanted it to, so we went back and put some hot mix there, and it'll be in great shape for years to come. So we're very happy to do that. How many in the public works? Uh, we really have uh, around 20 full-time people, and uh, we have about 10 part-time people that work for Public Works right now. Uh, but, again, uh, their season's just about ending. Some of them will stay, but for the most part, uh, the mowing crew and all that, we start shutting that down pretty quick. And uh, by the end of the month, we will probably cut that crew in half. A couple of big projects you recently completed. 14th Missouri was, was an interesting one. It was very interesting, and we hadn't planned on that one. That was an emergency, and uh, get out with that. We had to go, and uh, of course, it tore the whole road up. When it got stopped up, and uh, we had to put some new drains in, and uh, a new storm drain, and uh, 
it, it was it was a pretty big project. Took longer than we we had hoped, but uh, you have to go out for bid, and you, we didn't get any bidders the first time, and so it delayed it uh, longer than it, it we had hoped it. But uh, it's finished now and doing quite well, and uh, we're looking at a uh, 29th Street. We're going to propose on it. Uh, we we're going to pave that. That was in the budget, but uh, instead of doing an overlay, we'd like to do a super two lane. And what what we do with that is you widen the street, and you also then uh, also have a shoulder for people to pull off on should you have a problem. Now, this is going to be from like uh, Grand Avenue all the way to uh, Highway 62, or still? right? Okay, I'd like to see it really mm-hmm. uh, further than that if we could. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that would be the first phase of that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but it's, it's something it's, that's it's needed. Not, for, it's not cheap, that's for sure. <laughs> no, it, it's it's something that's greatly needed for the community. Yes. That's a very busy street, and it's going to be busier. And you really think of uh, Chickasaw. We really don't have on a north and uh, south area really some two lane road or four lane roads that you can really travel and move traffic quite well. And uh, we run into this quickly at this time of year in Christmas season. It really impacts the city greatly when we have a lot of visitors and people lining up to go so um you know we, we we've got a lot we've got to think about for the future for the community and uh, make sure it's a better place to and safe place to live one other project you just completed it's one that's been going on for years is a sewer project on the uh west bypass uh, uh, of the city uh, there haley and 16th mm-hmm. uh, we had a bad sewer bypass over there and uh, we completed it we're also doing the uh, sewer line on uh, for the Highway 81 bypass, and um, they're probably about 90% complete with that. And then next Monday, the group's supposed to be in with H&H uh, to do the water line project out in that area. Now, so, how far? Now, are we talking about the, the length of the bypass or just no, like between? It's just, it's just a couple of small areas that they have to go. The sewer line, uh, if you go out there by the Travel Plaza uh, and go to the west all the way to the uh, 29th Street, that's really what the main sewer line replacement is. They had two bores out there that they they had to complete and uh, put a number of manholes in and new lines. And so uh, right now they've they've got the bores complete and they're working on the uh, putting the manholes in. When they get that done, they'll be finished. And uh, so we're making making a lot of progress on that. Rachel, let's talk about some of the residential development going on. And one of the newest is out by 29th and Grand. Yep, 29th and Grand, Scissor Tail Crossing. I'm anticipating about 45 homes down there. I know they're starting their dirt work. Um, that is a Daniel Remington development. So he's done several kind of in the Newcastle area, Norman. Um, so we're excited to see that get started. That's um, going to make that look so much different. <laughs> we just see all those trees out there, and now there's going to be some beautiful homes out there. Now, the for right now, yeah. the big house and the pond are staying. Mm-hmm. So this will be kind of behind that. Gotcha. So they still own that big house. I believe the developer has it rented. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have Shadow Valleys kind of wrapping up. They're in their last few homes. They're going to build That's out. That's on West Country Club. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then also Country Club, we have Sleepy Hollow finishing up home creations is finishing up the last few homes out there um we have a few duplex areas so that'll be the grand development behind um, the best western over by the fairgrounds over by the fairgrounds mm-hmm. on the grand extension there's yeah, 48 off, duplexes off 80 uh, off 80 mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. 
Um, and then Haven Point is going to be 22nd in Nevada, and the preliminary plat is going to planning um, in October. So we'll see you next week. Um, should that pass and council passes it, then we'll move forward with the final. We have Redbud Ridge, which Ooh, yes. is uh, south of Country Club Road over mm -hmm. by the golf course, kind of. Yep. Uh, they got three homes in there they're finishing up, and I know they have some lots ready uh, to be built. So how do you so what's the process uh, of you and Jim working together to try to get all the infrastructure together in those neighborhoods? Oh, absolutely. I um so appreciate Jim's knowledge and institutional experience throughout these processes. Um, he's really changed the way public works um, inspects everything for us, for our subdivisions. And he actually goes in and he approves those infrastructure plans and makes sure they're gonna work with what we have in the ground because every city's a little different. Sometimes there's small tweaks and he inspects the plans and then he sends his team out and they're inspecting all the infrastructure when it goes in. Jim, is there a lot of work uh, trying to get some of this property out of the floodplain uh, sometimes? Really, yeah, I think a lot of that is done through the engineering and addressing it. And I think uh, Rachel and her staff has done an excellent job in addressing this problem, which hasn't happened, I, I think, as good as it should has in the past. And uh, they do an excellent job. And uh, I think we have excellent communication between public works, you know, and community development. We've gone forward with a lot of little things, um, doing like the parking we just finished on First Street. Uh, things of that nature we communicate uh, tearing down houses that we, uh, are dilapidated and you know we have to declare as a nuisance uh, there's just so many things i think we've uh, since i've been here i think we've really have a great relationship and she does a super job and uh, i really respect what she's done for the community what are some other projects you're looking at uh, maybe down the road other than 29th street well, we need to, first of all, we need to go out on 16th Street and uh, from uh, Cottonwood, uh, really, and, and uh, go north. I mean, pardon me, go south mm -hmm. for a mile there. And uh, we want to overlay that street. That would just be a, just a simple asphalt overlay to go out and, uh, and get that done. And uh, we want to do the intersection of 19th and Alabama, which is uh, really in t very ter bad shape. It's... Uh, but we need to take that out and put a whole new intersection in, do a good base for the road. There is no base to that road right in that area. And um, really, we need to start looking at 17th and 19th and some of these other roads throughout the community that need some, uh, need some really good attention. Uh, but again, it all takes time and it takes money and get that done. But we hope we can get the, these projects done this year. Rachel, there's been some discussion, maybe trying to get the, uh, I think the Chickasaws had been showing some interest in maybe providing some grant money, perhaps to uh, do some paving. I don't know how familiar you are with that, but it's been a couple of years since uh, uh, we've heard about some of the maybe tribes providing some grant money to help with street repairs and things like that. You know, I have not been looped in on that. I okay. know the tribes are really kind of have a goal on infrastructure and they're kind of talking about regionalism and that was a big theme of OML too and kind of working within Grady County and within the Chickasaw Nation as a region and kind of seeing how we can collaborate and working with the county is one of those big steps. Um, we want to talk about uh, some of the um, commercial development that's been going on. We talked about some of the residential and uh, we've seen so much work going on uh, out uh, south of uh, Grand Avenue. Everybody's, I think Chick-fil-A is probably the big one 
Uh, yeah, we're excited yeah. for Chick-fil-A. They are, yeah. they're kind of moving towards December is their hope um, without any delays. Um, scooters, which is going to be right there in front of Chick-fil-A. They're about tracking the same. Um, roasters across the street. That's going to be the convenience store kind of rotisserie chicken. Um, they're slating about December HTO. Um, we think that they're about 30 days, 45 days out from opening. They have a corporate 30 day training policy and we have some big inspections this week. So we're excited. And, uh, some other things going on uh, we're hoping to have a haunted house, I guess, downtown yeah. here pretty quick. Yeah, we're hoping, we're hoping to see that in October, a haunted house, um, possibly on the second floor of the Savoy. Um, also an escape room about in about the 300 block of Chickasha Avenue. Where'd this, uh, axe throwing place come in? That's kind of, that was kind of a surprise. Yeah, they came in. Um, he, I talked with him several times. Um, his name's Alex and, um, he was finally able to get, uh, it open. So we're excited for him too. Um, what else can we expect, uh, you think maybe in the, in the, in the, in the coming months? I know Jim Cowan's been talking about some, some development that, kind of under wraps right now can't talk a lot about that but uh, i know some excitement maybe in 2024 uh, yeah I, de I definitely think we'll see that area around chick-fil-a get mm -hmm. some um additional exciting possible retail possible restaurants um we don't have any names yet or anything of that nature but i do intend um the developer mr flusky is going to finish that out and we'll see some exciting new places for us to go and there's supposed to be some residential back there too is there not yes. mm -hmm. yep some residential and we've possibly are partnering with the developer to do some regional detention structures also in the back um, to kind of help with some flood mitigation. Well, with that creek running right behind Homeland, uh, you know, we haven't seen a, a, a lot of rainfall that uh, has given that some issues lately, but uh, uh, for those of us who have been around Chickasha a while, know that that, that area can flood. And it's, uh, that's another issue that's, <laughs> that Absolutely. Uh, we're working on as well. Absolutely. Uh, what about uh, Line Creek? Um, anything going on uh, about uh, some issues? And we haven't seen any issues on Line Creek in right. North Powder Town either, really. Right. Um, you know, in the community development budget, we requested some money to kind of start fulfilling that flood mitigation plan that we adopted as a city in 2020. Um, and so Darren and I are kind of in the planning stages of taking those steps, working with some engineering um, to see where we start. Cause it's a huge project. I think it's $12 million worth of projects. We're going to take small steps and small bites and um, we're actually having FEMA and OWRB down in the coming weeks to kind of talk about some innovative um, cost-effective flood mitigation steps we're going to try and take for downtown and the rest of city limits. Uh, let's uh, kind of back up a little bit and talk about code enforcement. And uh, I know there's uh, uh, a big interest in trying to get uh, Chickasha, make Chickasha beautiful or keep Chickasha beautiful. Yeah. Uh, so what's some work you're doing to try to help? We talked sure. about uh, helping people with the uh, homes that need some work. So yeah, talk um, about the process and how sure. all that works. If somebody reports a home or a property that's Sure. Um, typically, our process is we typically leave a courtesy notice. We send you a notice in the mail. Sometimes the notices can look a little scary. There's no fines associated with those. Um, typically, it's we hope to get a phone call. We hope to get a solution from the property owner. 
We're happy to grant extensions when people need time to get things done. Our goal is to have the property owner fix the issue themselves, take responsibility for it, or have the tenant do the same. Our goal is not to write citations, not to do fines by any means. Um, a big thing we work with Jim on is our voluntary demo program. So that is a program we started. Um, if you have an open case and you come to us and say, I really just want this house torn down, but I'm unable to afford it. Um, we do offer our voluntary demo program at a very reduced cost. Public Works actually comes and they do the demo for us. And then we haul off the trash um, and they, the person still owns the property. We don't own it. They're still responsible for mowing it, but it's a service we offer um, on some nuisance properties. Um, and what about the weeds? The, the weeds is a big issue. Yeah, uh, high grass and weeds, we're still chasing that. It's still yeah. warm out. I know code enforcement's ready for us to have a cold snap for the grass to stop growing. Um, grass is, is challenging. Um, we do unfortunately have to abate a lot. Our parks department usually spends our Saturdays trying to get caught up. So I do appreciate Spencer for that also. Um, it kind of takes the whole team to accomplish these things, um, but yeah. Uh, Jim, let's visit uh, again about some of the other things you mentioned and maybe more. how much more work do we have to do for the, the bypass? Do you know? Well, the uh, like I say, I, I really feel in the next two weeks the uh, sewer lines will be finished. Um, it'll probably take about four weeks uh, once they start the water lines to get that completed um, and move forward. Uh, of course, one of the things we're really excited about is uh, we just kicked off the, the new water plant you know designed for it it's uh, very exciting and uh, there's some things i think we'd like to see done if we can do some pretreatment to the water before it gets there we could take care of some of the brown water that we get twice a year through town and uh, have a lot better product even though it's all potable water we could have uh, a lot purer water given to the citizens and which is something that is desirable for everybody and, of course, the, the citizens just passed the sales tax to uh, pay for the water treatment plant. So uh, really in the early stages, because the engineering is going to take a year and a half, something like that? About a year yeah. to a year and a half. Um, we're pretty well in the process. So they're doing their 30-day study right now. So can't, council just passed that at the second um, September meeting. And so I think in the next two to three weeks, we're going to have our first initial report in from Friesen Nichols. Um, but we're really excited to kind of see what they provide us. And we're hoping to use some items from the current plant. And however, they we can retrofit and save everything we have be nice to recycle a little bit i mm -hmm. suppose and uh, still have a proposed site i guess picked out but that's uh, another thing you have to look for a little bigger property to uh to put the new water treatment plant on i suppose yes yep um uh, anything else rachel you can think of we want to talk about um Oh, onward to Chickasha. Let's talk about the comp plan. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so we're kind of in the visual preference survey area right now. Um, it's ending really soon, if not the end of this week, early next week. Um, I want to encourage everyone to still get on, look at it. I actually have an interactive one in City Hall. If you've gone to pay your water bill anytime soon, I've got some stickers out and we printed out a poster version. So that's completely anonymous if you want to come through and put stickers on the visual kind of areas that you prefer. Um, and so we can kind of start collecting those data and I'm hoping for the land use portion, we get some good community feedback on future land use maps. And uh, that's a lengthy study as well. Uh, and so, uh, and it's an ongoing study and a survey. So 
What's the next phase? Do you know? Land use maps. Land use. So we'll have some temporary maps up. We'll have some temporary maps on the website, and you'll be able to go in and look at preliminary ideas of what you want to see developed where in Chickasha. It's not a zoning map, so it's a little bit confusing because it looks very similar, and people can kind of get the wires crossed. This is just for a guiding force for the Planning Commission and City Council when we talk about rezonings, when we talk about maybe a new manufacturer, maybe a new employer, maybe a new um, commercial business where that where we want to see them situated yeah so you just you try to think of uh, some open land in Chickasha to put a manufacturer and uh, you know the industrial park mm -hmm. uh, there's I guess there's still plenty of room out there absolutely mm -hmm. and uh, we hope to encourage someone to go out there and open a business and get some jobs coming into Chickasha let's talk about the airport a little bit and I know the needs this uh, new hangar construction will be starting here pretty quick or has Yes, you know, actually Darren's over that project, okay. so I know that's starting pretty soon. We've He's been meeting with the engineers doing the pre-bid was last week, um, so we're excited to see that start off, and um, you know, the airport's a huge asset for us, so we're kind of ready to see some improvements out there. Jim, I, before we go, let's talk about the, uh, the uh, website that people can go to if they have a pothole or something they want to get fixed. I, use, I use that about once a week. <laughs> Well, really, we would appreciate it if people do just give us a call and report that pothole. We do have a pothole crew. We try to line them up and, and take care of these uh, as quickly as we can. And uh, what we're trying to do is something different. In fact, this year we hope we can order a new truck that will keep hot asphalt with us and uh, get that down. That was approved in the budget. And uh, we're cutting the – we're not just throwing stuff, cold mix in a pot hole that's out there we're cutting it out digging deep so it's got a base to it and uh really then putting a roller and and, and really pushing it in and, and they're lasting for a long time now they're still in when we're fixing them and this is something uh, a little different because in the past i think you know we fill them in the first big rain or cold snap they come right back out and so we're trying to make it where it's a lasting repair and this is very important. It takes a little bit longer, but at least uh, it, it won't be a reoccurring item. Right, and encourage people to go to the city's website for the request tracker. Right, yep, and that's uh, that's a really convenient way to uh, uh, interact with city hall. Don't have to call anybody; just uh, go in there and report the problem. It's, it's, and it's a great way, great way of doing it. And uh, we're also working on new water line to go under a discipule this year, and uh, hope to get that done and bid that around the first of the year. Uh, and this is going to help water, uh, a better flow of water to also to the east and west and to the downtown area, which we do have some problems with. And what about uh, the new distribution system there uh, uh, west of 4th and Missouri? There's uh, the new water line that's going in that went in for H2O to help the water flow oh. in that area. Yes, yeah, so we kind of completed that loop. So um, we reconnected the hydrant right there at 4th and Missouri, and then HTO needed their a two-inch main line to serve the building. Obviously, they provide a lot of filtered water and filtered ice, iced tea. Um, and so we kind of completed that pressure loop back to third. So that should help us kind of with future valve replacement, things of that nature. Okay, pretty much done over there? Yep. The, okay. Yeah. All right. Great program. Thank you very much for coming in, and uh, we look forward to uh, future programs to talk about uh, what's going on at City Hall. So, Rachel, thanks again. Appreciate thank it. Thank you. All right. Uh, Jim, thank you. Appreciate it very hey, much. My pleasure.